Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is emotional self-control. Now, this is video number 26. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the channel, please write it down in a comment below. And if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe and hit like so that the channel can grow and reach more heartbroken people. Now then, having emotional self-control. This is probably one of the most important topics that I can talk about because during this time, we don't really think clearly. You have to understand that all the anxiety that we're being pumped with will only end up harming our situation because we are operating from a place of fear. And whether we like it or not, whenever we're operating from a place of not wanting something to happen, we usually cause that exact thing to happen. And so today I have a bit of a cautionary email from one of my Skype coachings, and she graciously has allowed me to share it with you all in the hopes that maybe we can avoid this for some of you. It reads, So I didn't take your advice, and I ended up reaching out to him. During the breakup, he promised that he would tell me if he was seeing someone so I could cut myself out of the picture. He was the type that always held on to his exes, and I don't want to do that. So you see, she was doing something very self-preservative, which is basically saying, hey, if you find somebody new, let me know basically so I can lose hope. Remember, it's important that we operate from the point of your ex is not coming back. I believe that at some point when they're ready, when they feel that their life is not as rich without you in it, they will reach out. But we still need to operate, right? Our actions still need to be based on the point of they're not coming back because it's about us and it's about self-empowerment. And if we don't improve ourselves, instead of we just sit around waiting for them to come back a day that may never come, we haven't really gained anything nor have we learned anything. It's our life. And so we need to be the star in our life, not someone else. Now, she had heard through a friend that her ex-boyfriend was seeing somebody new or perhaps talking to somebody new, and so her emotional anxiety got out of control, and this is what caused her to reach out during a time when she was supposed to be in no contact. And because she was fearful of her ex being with someone else, she lost emotional self-control, and it's so important to stop ourselves from doing this because it ruins potential chances. And even if there's no chance, you want to hold on to some of your dignity and take some of your power back, and that's how you do it. The email goes on to say, So I called him and asked him about everything. Of course, he got very angry and said it wasn't my business. He also said that he didn't care if I was in or out of the picture and to do what makes you happy. Now, this is something terrible to hear from a partner, from an ex-partner, from a current partner, anybody, a best friend. Imagine hearing that you are in their mind, in their eyes. They don't care if you're in or out of the picture. That's going to be an extremely hard thing to hear, right? And because she lost emotional self-control and reached out and basically asked him if she was with anybody else or what the deal was, he got very angry, and it kind of blew up in her face. And of course, my anxiety increased and I blew up his phone. I also told him that if he wanted me out of his life, then he should take those pictures of us down. If I didn't mean anything, then why have my face plastered everywhere on his Facebook? And you know, I imagine that's a question that a lot of people wonder is, if we're broken up, why is my face still all over their Facebook? Why are there still pictures of us together? Why did they keep the ring? Why do they still have my clothes? All those types of questions that we wonder. And because during a time of breakup and emotional struggle, we look for anything. 
We look for reasons in everything, and it really can get bad because we want to believe that everything means something. Oh, they haven't logged in Facebook in 10 minutes. That must mean they're out on a date. Or, well, they haven't given me my clothes back. That must mean they're holding on to them so they can contact me later. Or, oh, well, I saw them at my at our, our favorite restaurant. Or they posted a song that we would listen to that one time in, in like 2012. But basically, we have to get out of this habit that believing that something is everything. It goes on to say, and again, I got upset this morning and blew up his phone again. So I am now blocked. And I bet this was a horrible thing to feel it's really we need to have that emotional anxiety under control otherwise it really will take over our lives and it will really do things that we already know we shouldn't do and in fact i was talking to this same person today and i told her you know it's funny because as a coach you know i tell people what they already know but sometimes you need that person that outside unbiased person to tell you what you already know tell you what you need to hear in that moment of uncertainty it is definitely time to move on I'm driving myself crazy, so I blocked him on Facebook. I wouldn't have done that, but... Anyway, uh, it's time for me to move out of this small town and continue my life without him. I don't even think I can go back to him at this point. I realize he is mad, but he clearly doesn't want me. Remember, at this moment, he doesn't want you. How he feels today and how he feels in a month are two completely separate issues. I want to say thank you for the time you've spent with me and your help and advice. I just definitely know that I blew it for good this time, but you were very helpful. Me and this person have had Skypes several times since, and she is realizing that in order to be happy, you must first fulfill those things that you find to be important, right? Those goals. Usually whenever anybody has done a Skype coaching with me, they know that I ask them what their goals are. What's five life goals that you want to accomplish? And this is something I want everybody at home to do. Just write down five goals, right? And put them in the comments below, because I'm really curious. I want to see what you're doing. This is what your dream life looks like, so spare no expense. And if it helps you, here was mine. Um, for me, goal number one was a certain monetary situation. I want to be able to live comfortably, do what I love, which is helping others, and, you know, work on some pet projects. So I didn't set a number to it, I just said that. Goal number two was look my best and feel my best. And so in the pursuit of that, I've signed up for a half marathon today. Uh, goal number three is to get at least half an hour of meditation in every single day. And sometimes I fail at that, but I don't beat myself up when I don't. I just try and do better the next day. Goal number four, and I know that this is something that you guys can find really relatable, is learn to say no. Learn to get the people who are toxic out of your life, okay? Learn to say no. Learn not to get walked all over, because some people will drain you of everything that you have. And it's important to remove those types of people from your life, because it's your life, and you only get to do this once, right? And finally, goal number five was increase my social situation, find more friends, do more things, force myself to be more active, even when I don't want to say yes to going out to bowling or going out to the bar or going to see a show, say yes to those types of things that you know that are good for you. And so I really want you all to reflect on this email that I've read for you today and ask yourself if you're losing emotional self-control over things that you know you shouldn't. Basically, if you're holding the phone about to text your ex and you're feeling a pang of anxiety like you know you shouldn't do it, I mean, do something different. Listen to my other videos, call a friend, go outside for a walk, maybe exercise, have some tea, read the paper. Just find those little things that you can do to break yourself of this anxious moment. Because it is a moment, and moments do pass. That's all I had for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Definitely leave a comment below and tell me what topics you'd like covered in the future. 
Also, if you'd like to do a Skype coaching or email coaching, definitely be sure to reach out to me at thelovechat at gmail.com. Until next time.